Welcome everyone to the Virtual Bowl Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend Matt. Chris, did you see the uh, Seattle Kraken reveal today? Yes, I did. I didn't look into it too much. I had a, there was a lot of things going on around like noon, a lot of news things. Yeah, that, uh, did not get a chance to keep track of, but I was very, I was, I was very surprised by the Seattle Kraken reveals. I like it. Yeah, it's cool, and I love the the uniforms are a great color too. What what kind what color are they? They're they're a dark blue with a teal, kind of like Mariners a little bit, but they've got some like red outline to it as well. It's sick. Okay, so they they're trying to kind of keep those like that like sea blue almost vibe that like all the mm. Seattle teams kind of have a little bit. Yeah, um, but what's interesting is the Seattle Kraken is the um, is the tenth American sports team of the of the Big Four sports. To not have an S at the end of their uh, mascot name. Okay. So out of the uh, I, so eliminating football, and then if you ca- were thinking MLS, eliminate MLS. There are nine other teams that do not end with an S. How many can you name? Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> I I I'm I'm not a fan of this, but I'll try my best. <laughs> um. I Red Sox and White Sox. There you go. Those are the only two from baseball. The others are from hockey and basketball. Okay. Well, the Thunder mm-hmm. is one. Uh, the Heat, the Miami Heat, yep. is the other one of another basketball one. Yep. Um, there's two more basketball. There's two more basketball. Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to give me a second here. Um, hockey, well, I have to think hockey and... Um, Oh man, 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 dude, bro, God, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just, I was, I wish I, I had remembered this because I, there, there's, I know there's like a surprising amount of them across the sports landscape. Um, uh, all right, hit me with the others. I don't want to spend too much time. Okay, on this. so, uh, Red Sox and White Sox for baseball. Um, the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche, that's right. Uh, the Miami Heat. Okay. The Minnesota Wild. Okay. All right. Ho- from hockey. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder. What you got? Yeah. Orlando Magic. Okay. Yep. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. And then the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. You know what? Jazz did come to mind, but for whatever reason, I never said it. Yeah. Um, but all right. Yeah. They, and it's interesting. Honorary 11th. Washington football team. Yes, thank you, man. You you're just like you're you just built a perfect segue for me to get to. Hell yeah, dude. We've been so with the with the exception of last week's podcast, which which we did start with it, but that segment ended up becoming irrelevant, so I ended up cutting it from the podcast. Um, we've led every single podcast for the last since we've returned to a weekly format with Washington news, but it's just because they're the most interesting team to talk about, really, and everything else. Um, so let's start with the bad first. Get that out of the way. Uh, Washington football team, uh, which is now the permanent name or, or, or t- temporary name, I should say. Temporary name. Um, while we are, uh, while, while we wait for a new one, uh, w- went under some scandal, uh, uh, last week. Uh, there had been a rumored Washington Post article that, uh, you know, a lot of beat writers were teasing and it came, it came out that uh, 15 women were accusing 
uh, many members of the organization of sexual harassment, uh, and it ended up kind of causing a little bit of a stir in in the NFL. Uh, but most specifically, ended up having a lot of uh, women in media kind of coming out and talking about how what's happening in Washington is not necessarily an isolated incident. This is something that goes on throughout a lot of the NFL locker rooms and beyond the NFL through a lot of sports uh, uh, sports uh, leagues throughout the country as they are continue to be uh, kind of, uh, you know, undermined uh, as part of sports culture, um, and specifically male sports culture. Um, and uh, it's it, it really it was a, a kind of a... a not a very good piece as we were kind of expecting for washington they no. they're they're in uh while this is an issue that's throughout uh that, that is potentially throughout the entire uh world of sports uh this is uh this is an incident that has now put a spotlight on washington and dan schneider uh while he he himself was not accused of anything any uh like uh direct act of sexual harassment or anything like that he uh, he has been aware of these things, and many are accusing him of not actually doing anything about it, not doing anything to actually change the culture in the team. And it sounds like the NFL is actually not looking to push him out, but they're been they're very unhappy with the way that he's even gone about the response to this. Uh, kind of just you know, ignoring the fact that he really hasn't done anything and that he's just going to keep on saying that he's going to try to change the culture. Yeah, it's, uh, um, this is obviously believe the women coming forward. Um, and it's, it's a, um, like, this is a thing that is unfortunately just seeped into a lot of American culture. Mm-hmm. And especially with with large organizations, large groups, and businesses like this, the NFL is is a business. It's a set of thirty two businesses plus one overarching one. At the end of the day, and that's kind of how a lot of things have been for a, a really long time in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So I, this isn't an NFL specific thing, or even a, a Washington football team specific thing. It's just a thing that uh the more that we beca- that the popul- population in general becomes aware of it and the more that people um uh the more that people decide to uh come forward and do something about it the the better off we'll be in the long run so the, yeah, the the more that we hear about these things, as awful as it is, mm-hmm. they're going to be happening whether or not we hear about them or not. So we better, it's better to hear about them and 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 shun it and all of that. Yeah, I I mean I I look at like, you know, Rhiannon Walker was one of the big voices in the, in the, in this uh, in this piece, and I highly encourage I encourage everyone I, I believe uh, there is a. There is a uh, article that I believe she wrote for the Athletic, um, mm. a little bit on this. Uh, but um, you know, it's it has been uh, it, it has been a massive issue in sports, and I think that's kind of why I enjoy doing a podcast like this because, like, I, that 
I I tend to believe that I, I I am very much against the idea of toxic masculinity in 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 life. <laughs> you know, True. the idea that um, you know, the, this perceived notion that uh, you know, that men need to add, men are the superior beings of the world, and we need to we we, we treat and belittle people, and we belittle women, and we belittle people of color and people and LGBT. Uh, members of the LGBT community um, and and even other men who don't like meet the standard of being a man, whatever that even fucking means. That yeah. there's there's a lot of that rooted in sports, and it is a problem that is going to take forever to try to uproot and get rid of. But there there is especially when it comes to things like sexual harassment, that is just such a commonplace in society. Um, things like this, the Washington Post article and these 15 women that came out, that needs to, that, like, is, I understand how hard it is for people to come out and you come out on your own time, like, and talk about your story, like, no, no rush on it at all, or if you don't even ever want to talk about it, that's also totally valid, but if you're able to come out and talk about it, um, change can happen, and let's hope that something can change within the Washington organization uh, and in other places the more that women come out the more women speak out and and you know call call people out on their actions um, and put them in their place um, also any any of you scumbags who think that these women are only doing it for attention name name a name from any of these cases ever yeah, they're they're not in public conscious. They the the women come forward because something bad has happened and they want justice. Yeah, I and it, it really like there's no benefit to coming out for the woman, you know. Cause no, they, in they, fact, they're in even more danger because the scumbags who, uh, who harass or harass them further. Yes, right. It, it's it, it's it's really like grow up <laughs> if that's your <laughs> if that's your mentality um but i i know i i said the reason why i was started why i put to our podcast where i'm like i don't to in terms of going against the the toxic masculinity like i i find that what we do in, in our podcast is like kind of make it a lot more human this like this kind of podcast they know it's like we were on like the nerdy side of things where we talk about video games as well um but it, i like I feel like there's these there's football podcasts out there that are very like male centric and yes we are male centric don't get me wrong but <laughs> we, we have uh, there's a lot of male centric podcasts out there that are very like broy and ath- like you know we're we're all former athletes that are coming around to talk bro talk of ath- of of sports and all that and I and beer <laughs> yeah beer <laughs> beer <laughs> yeah pour one out for the boys you know like all that kind of bullshit like and I I enjoy what we do because it's like I think that anyone who's out there watching and like and if we have any female listeners uh again going people of color lgbt community like everyone out there like we want this to be a football podcast for you as well and uh we welcome you know people of all kinds to to kind of come here and talk about football because your your opinions are just as valid as ours um you know, if, hell, if if you've even played the sport, your your opinion is even more valid than that. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we're just two idiots. Yeah, yeah, we're just two idiots that enjoy talking talking football. Um, but uh, as as Matt alluded to earlier, the board, the other Washington news item is that they are officially 
changing their name for just for the 2020 season, the Washington team, to the Washington football team, uh, which is really great because they're doubling down on it hard for the 2020 season, having like this W logo on their Twitter uh, profile. They even have... Mm change their uniforms or they're going to put like a number on the helmet which is very reminiscent to what the chargers are doing right now and also just very classical uniforms which had the number on the helmet like alabama kind of has that as well um they're rocking that for this season as well as just a logo that just says washington football team established whatever the hell the year was um what do you think of the name the temporary name (laughs) i mean it it's clear that they couldn't come up with anything or um wanted to have something by the time the season started yeah and um i so i i heard something from my dad uh just before we came on apparently someone like bought up a ton of copyrights for like potential names yes so so yeah that could be part of the reason why they haven't gotten anything because they legally cannot do any of it right now so so um the guy who bought them up is actually a fan of the team and has one actually this there may be another person too but there's this one per, there's this one fan who i think is like a real estate guy um who's wanted the name change for a while but bought up a bunch of copyrights so that way if they were to need any of the team names that he owns he can easily transfer it over to them rather uh-huh. than have to go through a whole legal fight uh I'm guessing that that's that for him that that like I, I guess there's been no names that he has that has been taken uh, <laughs> uh, that, that they are at least that they want. And I think that's what it is. I think it's a whole legal battle that's kind of preventing them from moving forward um, into uh, actually going with a new name. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's a smart move. It's hard to rush a kind of rebrand like that. Um, oh, yeah, you need to do it right. And so I, I'm I'm very much approve of the of this decision. Now I just I just want to throw it out there though. Um, can this please be the permanent name of the Washington <laughs> team? Because <laughs> I adore it. I think it, it's just the right amount of weird that I think this team at this point deserves. Like it's just it's so like I and, and people like I'm not alone. There are Washington fans who are actually like looking at the at the uniforms and looking at the team as a whole and being like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just watch the football team. Let's just make it that. Let's Washington make it a football thing. team. Let's go. I I I'm like I am in that boat. Like I I I love a good mascot. I love learning. Like I love a new name. Like Seattle Kraken. Like awesome. All for it. But yeah. also, Washington football team would bring me a lot of joy if they just double down. Look, it—it's it, it, very um uh the show Community, their community college mascots, the Greendale Human Beans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. It, just, it reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, which if you haven't seen a picture of the Greendale Human Bean, I I you need to. Yeah, I I you guys have showed me it, and I've been yeah. very scarred by it's it. It's just this dude in a white morph suit with sharpie painted on face and eyes i wonder if the if the washington football team would actually roll out a um like of just a foot like a, a mascot football player kind of like how the giants have with their mascot uh, yeah they're 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 like very rarely used mascot that they have where it's just a guy in a football uniform <laughs> and <everyone laughs> runs out onto the field every once in a while um so yeah we'll, we'll see how that all unfolds um from there, um, 
and yes, Matt just sent it to me over Discord, <laughs> and it's very disturbing. Um, from there, also the oh. the 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 Greendale seal um is a bunch of arrows like coming out from a center point, supposed to represent a pathway, but it looks like a butthole. Wow. That, that show is deep, a lot deeper than I, I feel like I remember it being. It is a wild show, and I could go into into it with you later. <laughs> yeah, sure. About how batshit crazy the show yeah, is. Yeah, we, 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 um, maybe the project after Doc of Shame could be a community rewatch. I don't want to do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> too much. It would, it would have a similar length and reasoning for when to stop, as Doc of Shame does. That's true. That, that's fair. <laughs> that's all good. Um. Uh, among the other serious news that is happening uh, at the moment, um, the Woody Johnson uh, is basically he is the owner, technically speaking, of the Jets. Uh, although he has been the U.S. ambassador to Britain under the Trump administration, um, <laughs> and lately Woody's getting in a lot of trouble. Um, he uh, first there was a New York Times article that came out. That said, him that, that Trump was trying to get Woody Johnson to uh, get the British Open onto one of the Trump golf courses that are in, I think it's in Ireland. Um, oh boy! Which uh, is, Trump, I know Trump golf courses are in Scotland. Uh, okay, Scotland. That I mean, it, I guess it is. It, would that still be count uh, as a British Open then? <laughs> yes, because Great Britain is oh, England, is that... Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Okay, I didn't know Ireland. I... The country is not in. Britain. I don't know. I don't know. I just knew that Britain was I was Ireland, Wales, and England. I did not know Scotland was in that under that umbrella. Uh, well, well, I, Ireland is not. Northern Ireland is. Oh, okay. Ireland is a different country. See, this is my European. Uh, Ireland geography. is on the Brit. Ireland is on the British Isles. Huh. Which is the name of those two those two islands? But I- Ireland itself is not a part you of. You know Britain. what? Now that you say that, I remember. I now I am remembering John Oliver segments on this when they were talking about Brexit and them. Yeah. And and them saying and how how how, how is so dumb that is because of the fucking border between Ireland and Northern Ireland. Yeah, it just gets completely screwed over. And um, I've been I've been I've been over that border. There's nothing there. <laughs> like literally, it is it is nothing. Wow. Separating the two countries. Rip. Um, so, um, and then, and then Woody Johnson was accused of, uh, sexual and racial, uh, comments being made on social media, um, and, uh, that the Jets have supposedly hired someone to try to wipe away from his Twitter feed, uh, back in, like, 2017, um, it's a uh, there's some really screwed up things uh, that uh, is happening with the Jets, uh, but they they did come out with a, a statement. Um, I don't know if the now I, I don't even know um, in terms of like what what specific thing. I think this is this statement is about the British Open report, um, but the Jets released a statement saying we are aware of allegations against Ambassador Johnson which he specifically denied in the following statement earlier today. Quote, I have followed the ethical rules and requirements of my office at all times. These false claims of insensitive remarks about race and gender are totally inconsistent. Okay, there you go. Inconsistent with my longstanding record and uh, values. Um, And so Christopher Johnson has been the uh, rate has been the owner since Adam uh, Gase has been uh, with the team 
uh, you know, it started with the Todd Bowles era, and then with Adam Gase as the head coach, uh, Adam Gase uh, and and the owner uh, hired Joe Douglas. So basically, everything that the Jets have right now is all under Christopher Johnson. I guess my overarching question is: is that do you think that the NFL would would go about maybe saying like, hey, Woody? Uh, maybe step aside from what's what you get done with your 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 gig for Trump. Uh, maybe step aside and and let Chris just run the team as is. Because according to uh, I don't know, I, I I can't I can't really speak for what's happening in the organization, but I haven't really heard that many terrible things about Christopher Johnson in comparison to Woody. Yeah. Um, but so that's that's I think the big question right now as to what uh what's going to happen there. Um, I, the Jets, Jets are another organization that just kind of, they kind of just live with constant controversy and constant, you know, not knowing, you know, if anything can be normal with the team. Um, I mean, God damn, their quarterback got mono in the front <laughs> after week <laughs> one. Like, it's just, it's it, utter absurdity that happens, uh, with this organization. So it's, um, it's hard to see, uh, what's going to happen from there. Um, moving on, uh, more on the, uh, NFL COVID front, um, the NFL PA is expected to approve, uh, the, uh, no preseason games, uh, officially, um, so there will not be any August games being played, uh, which just makes a lot of sense, um, but even the start of training camp is currently up in the air as the NFL and FLPA kind of negotiate over money. And uh, Matt, could you state three equally as surprising statements uh, as the NFL and FPA are having trouble figuring out money? Um, the sky is blue. Um, Water is wet. Well, no, you can't say that. Because <laughs> people get upset when you say that. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I've never heard of this. <laughs> no, so there's this whole fucking argument that water itself is not wet. Water just makes other things wet. Oh man, that makes my brain hurt to another. Because like, level. What, like the the act of being wet is having water on you, and when you put water on water, it becomes more water. Okay. Whatever. I can't. I think. I can't even argue. I can't even make an argument for that. No, I'm not. See, see, I, I don't have a side to this argument because it's asinine. <laughs> it's just an asinine debate to even unlock. It, it, it's an asinine debate. <laughs> but, but there, are, there are people who on both sides, mainly the, the, the water is not wet, crew, that just, they do not give up <laughs> in their stance. <laughs> That water is not wet; it makes things wet. And then there's the there's the idea like if you put if you submerge your hand in water, is it wet or is it only wet when you take it out of the water? I don't know. I kind of feel things when I'm in the water when I put my hair in the water. <laughs> I I would think that's wetness. I would think. I don't know. <laughs> English is dumb. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyways, uh, so it's all semantics. <laughs> it's so cool. So um. So essentially, that's the big thing right now. Everything else seems to be getting negotiated. Uh, there has been reports about how players 
uh, that do test positive for the disease will, would need to pass multiple negative tests, multiple negative tests, um, in order to get back into the training facilities and back onto the field. Um, there's been, the helmets have, they've made these helmets with these, like, face guards type things, where it's kind of like a splash, like, plexiglass type thing that's, like, goes around the, like, around, like, the front of the helmet, uh, where your mouth should be, uh, mm. to kind of, like, maybe protect, uh, kind of, like, be, like, a mask that you can breathe through, um, uh, that I would not be surprised if there is players that choose to sit out who may have, um, conditions that they would rather not uh risk being getting sick from or may have family members that have conditions um that they don't want them to get sick although i would also think that the nfl would try to do like a like players would just stay in hotel rooms for the duration of the season while things get figured out i don't know like time has been on the nfl side for a while now and it's it's kind of strange that they're only just now trying to figure out how they're going to try to approach the season yeah i don't i don't have a ton to offer on this yeah do you do you like right now as things stand do you do you feel like nfl football is going to happen i think it will okay um i think Part of it is going to be, I think, uh, uh, opening day for baseball. I think it's either today or tomorrow. It's today. Um, it's, 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 it's in today. fact, it's fact, it's about an hour from now when we're recording yeah, this. Yeah, so an hour from now there will be baseball. There will be professional sports in outdoor, mostly, places mm-hmm. that we'll be able to kind of gauge as in terms of what's, I think, going to be able to happen. Obviously, there's a lot more people involved with football than there is baseball. Right, and 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 football is also a contact sport, which makes things a little yes. bit more troublesome. If, yeah. if let's say a player tests positive that may have had the disease when they played, then you're gonna have to start quarantining everyone who got in contact with said player. Like that, mm-hmm. there's some chaotic scenarios could happen because of this, yeah. um, which is why I um, think I have a little bit more doubt about it. Yeah, I yeah, I'm a little more doubtful. Um, I am in like big stress mode because. Uh, uh, my primary occupation is a teacher and the shit in terms of opening up schools is, um, is also being like heavily debated right now and, mm-hmm. and what's going to be safe and what these guidelines are going to be. It's, it's wild and it's dumb and I don't want to get too into it, but whether or not it's, a good idea for it to happen. I think it still will happen. Right. Right. Like, and it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like there's, I, there are some people I've actually seen out there being like, uh, we, we, we can't, we can't, you know, you know, the football players, you know, let's not have the season. Let's, we need to protect them. And then they're the same people who end up being like, yeah, let's put teachers and students back in school and to a fucking pastry dish and uh, yeah. get them. Like, it's like the, the, the lack of regard for, for people out there is just uh, amazing to me. And it has just amazed me throughout the entirety of this whole COVID it's, mess. It's really brought out the ugliness in a lot of people. Yeah. So, 
don't know. We'll 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 keep on monitoring it. We're hoping that there is some great NFL things coming. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, we're not gonna be the only ones keeping you posted, but we'll keep you posted. Uh, <laughs> and then last thing, actual football like on field news. Mike Zimmer got an extension with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what do you think of this? Do you think that he per, good good coach or maybe not worth yes, it? Yes, make, makes absolute sense. Yeah, the the Vikings have been super solid, super consistent for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, and Mike Zimmer's to the it, it's the result of Mike Zimmer. Yeah, no, I, especially with I all agree. especially with all the like the OC changes that they've had. Yeah. And they're still consistent. It's he, he does a good job. Uh, I heard a set earlier. Do you want to hear something? Sure. So Mike Zimmer's Vikings uh, against uh, playing outdoors against teams with r- winning records are one seventeen and one. Whew, buddy. That's such a weird stat because obviously the Vikings are still winning. Mm-hmm. But just like. Uh, if they're outdoors against a team with a winning record, they they have such a bad record. I mean, it, it, that just kind of like, I mean, if you think about it, um, you know, they they have some they have one of the best home field advantages in the league. Because um, first of all, that stadium is just rocking, like doing like it's just kick ass um, in terms of the the feel in terms of the the, the people that show up. But just the field itself is—it's indoors for them, and it's a nice field. There's not really a lot of like issues with that field. Um, I, I guess it's just yeah. When you go outside, that's the thing. Like dome dome teams historically don't perform as well outside, which is very weird. It's very—I I get it in a little bit, but like, it's very strange how like. That being in an indoor stadium and being on an outdoor stadium changes so much. It's very, it's very interesting to me. Um, yeah. All right, and that's what's happening in the news. Okay, let us move on. We have talked so much about VVBFL, and we've talked so much about COVID, and who knows what the fuck's gonna happen with the season, with the NFL, but. We want to return a little bit to talking about the NFL and analyzing the NFL. Uh, and, you know, I, I think the best way to do it is just kind of like go division by division and just see, like, who stands out in the segment called Who Stands Out. Um, and, Clever uh, naming. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to, you know, look over. I have a, I have a list of divisions here. I'm just going to name a division, and we'll just talk about who we think stands out as a very interesting team, a potential contender, who stands out even if it's if they're like super mediocre or super bad, like just who who stands out in these divisions? Uh, and uh, yeah, let's let's get started. Uh, Matt, who stands out in? Let's let's start obvious. Who stands out in the AFC West? So in the AFC West, obviously the 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 Super Bowl champions are uh, ones that you could talk about. But I'm actually gonna I I want to talk about the Broncos. Okay, go. Because I think the I think the Broncos have, of course, a really solid defense. They're historically just super good. Um, it took them a bit to get uh, get going under Fangio, but once they did, they were a phenomenal defense. And you add a bunch of really good options around Drew Locke, who had a, a decent end to the year. You have Melvin Gordon now. You drafted uh, was it Jerry Judy for this team. Yes. 
Yes, you drafted Jerry Judy. You still have Cortland Sutton. Um, Noah Fant uh, was a really good tight end at the end of the year. They have a lot of pieces that it, if if Drew Locke is even a little bit competent, this is going to be a, a, a pretty good team. Yeah, I, I I think that they uh they got they surprisingly snuck into second place last year in the AFC mm. West, um, but uh, it, that, it, that that was weird because the um that like that ending was weird because the Raiders were still technically playoff eligible. Correct. But were third place in the division. Yeah, and the no, Broncos didn't have a chance. Yeah, well, it was well, <laughs> well going into that week, it was the Raiders who were in second place, and then I yeah. think it, I think it, what, what happened was that the Broncos beat the Raiders that week. That sounds right. And then I think that's how that they they ended up switching positions. But um, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the, the Broncos, I I agree in a lot of ways, and we can definitely talk about the Chiefs at another time. I think the Chiefs are just we, we know the Chiefs, we know they're they're kick ass, they're in good shape. Um, the Chargers, to me, are standout still because I know that not a lot of people are fans of the fact that Tyrod Taylor is probably going to be the starting quarterback. That's fine. He'll be the quarterback for two weeks, and then Justin Herbert will get a shot. I'm excited to see what Justin Herbert has to do with the Chargers, and I think that this team still has a lot of talent around it. I mean, Derwin James is still like the king of that defense with Joey Bosa, of course. Those guys mm-hmm. had kind of like the, stal- the the stalwarts of that of that defense. Um, and I mean, and you just look at the the Chargers and, and what they have um, in front of them. I, I I just think that this this team is one of the more deeper teams out there, and they had a really rough year. Like, don't get me wrong, the year it, it was like it, they just had the worst luck on the face of the planet, and they just did not play up to expectations. Um, just a lot went wrong for them, but. Uh, I think that this team's going to be good. Kenneth Murray was a great draft pick by them, by the way. That He was the linebacker from Oklahoma. Uh, I think he's going to really play a factor. They lost Melvin Gordon, but Austin Eckler, uh, I, I think, has deserve, deservedly so, have gone, uh, gone to a position where uh, he's that he deserves a starting position at this point. Um, and I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm curious as to see how this team goes, considering the fact that they were just a they were uh, a divisional playoff team just two years ago. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's uh, let's jump to the other uh, deep division uh, in the NFC West. Uh, what do you think? What's what's uh, what's who do you think stands out here for the NFC West? So, um, NFC West is weird because a lot of teams I think really stand out. I want to talk about the Cardinals. Okay. Just because the I don't think there's a lot of teams that have the the potential to go from worst to first, and the Cardinals I think might if it were any other division. Um, just because their division is fucking stacked. Sure. But you had you got a um, like your offense improved a lot. You found the running back that can work for your system. You swooshed the greatest trade. <laughs> Of the off season, <laughs> getting DeAndre Hopkins, who's just gonna he he's gonna take the the offense to another level. I I think the that Hopkins will be uh, worse off in the sense that I think his stats will be lower, but for the team, it is a great addition. Yeah. Add add on that like a uh, a uh, uh, a not great defense, but with a with a a, a great rookie that you drafted, um, and. 
uh, you had the offensive rookie the year last year. It's it's gonna be a good time in Arizona. It, it's it's kind of amazing because it is like you look at where they were a few years ago and now where they are. It's it's like they. I I agree with you. I think they're going to be. I don't know. I, I, I it's hard to say if they get to get to the playoffs. I mean, they do get. There's a little bit more room now. We have to remember that there is this seventh seed now. That's true. That you know. That, so it might be easier for the errors for the Cardinals to actually get in there. Um. Oh, you know what I didn't even think about? An entire division could get into the playoffs now. Also true. That's fucking wild. That would be fun, right? <laughs> um. But so so the the. I think that what it, the, the team I'm about to talk about is actually, I think, the reverse of all this. It's the team that surprisingly doesn't stand out compared to the other three in the division, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. And this was the team of the NFC West for what felt like a few seasons. and I think it was two. At least two seasons where they were kind of <laughs> like the king of the crop. Um, and then the Niners just had the resurgence that they did. You know, the Seahawks just are always pretty good, and and the Cardinals now are just, they have so much hype around them, especially after the Hopkins trade. So the question I really have, like, the Rams just stand out to me in the sense of, like, what is the identity of this team moving forward? Because they still have a lot of pieces. They don't have Todd Gurley anymore, but they do have, they are going to try to lead into Malcolm Brown, and they also drafted Cam Akers. I'm curious about, you know, they that if the offense is going to be good, which I, I think that it could be. Jared Goff had a little bit of a down year, but um, I'm curious about if the defense could actually help this team uh, get back onto the map a little bit. You always have Aaron Donald, but I'm just I'm more so curious to see if if any of the picks that they've made, you know, will have some sort of impact um you know, in, in kind of stopping a, a high-powered 49ers defense, a, a you know, now a, a, what, what's going to look to be like a high-powered Cardinals def, uh, offense. And, of course, having to stop, you know, Russell Wilson as well. Um, it's weird, too, because the, like, all of the head coaches the year after the, um, after the Rams became good were influenced by Sean McVay. And everyone trying to find the 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 young hotness, mm-hmm. and now it's like 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 the Rams are not even their the like first look in their division. They might not even be the second look in their division right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, uh, it's it. I, and that I, was not that long ago. The, they may be the worst of the division, but the, I don't necessarily think this team is bad. You know, like no. I, I think they are. They have a decent roster. Do I think that we need to see improvement from Jared Goff? But I mean, overall, I, I don't really look at this team and think it's a terrible group. But I I would say like I think a, a, their their defense maybe it's particularly in their in in like the middle might be a little bit uh, shallow. Um, but it, you know, I I mean they, they we forget that they got Jalen Ramsey last year too. Like it's it's kind of yeah. like. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot to wonder about the Rams. Okay, moving on. Let's talk some. Let's do AFC East. Uh, I think that could be good. Uh, what do you? What, what's who stands out? I don't want to talk about the AFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, um, uh, I'll I'll talk about the Bills. Okay. Uh, I I 
before Cam Newton signed, I thought that the Bills would be the the team to win the division. I still think there's a good chance of that. Sure. Um, especially if Cam isn't uh, isn't um, isn't up to snuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just they didn't lose that many pieces, and they gained Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's gonna really help out the team. And the defense will stay solid, and Josh Allen will do Josh Allen things. I, you know, it's it's <laughs> I I am I'm, I'm in agreement with you, and I think the Bills have probably like I would still consider them the favorite, in my opinion, that they they that they take the division. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I am gonna talk about the Patriots, and I the only reason the only thing I'm gonna say about them is that. You know, this is going to be the most fascinating year watching the Patriots in a long time. Because as if you're just a fan of the team, like you've enjoyed watching them throughout. If you're not a fan of the team, you've probably been tortured. But this year, I think everyone should be interested in at least seeing how this Patriots team go without the first year without Tom Brady. Cam Newton, if he's healthy, is going to keep this team afloat. And this team, at worst, I think, if if he if he's healthy, the worst-case scenario for the Patriots, I think, is a wild card. Um, but, I, I mean, I look at this roster, and their offense absolutely has gotten a really bad rap, deservingly so. I mean, you have Julian Edelman, who stand, who's probably the only really great wide receiver on the team right now as Muhammad Sanu kind of flopped. Nikhil Harry's not been a not been a great player for them, although he has been a rookie um, only uh, thus far. And yeah. and, and Sony <laughs> Michelle um, just had a, a quiet year after kind of breaking out as well. But I just look at this defense, and Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded coach. He's 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 done well over the years being working on both sides of the ball. But as a defensive-minded coach, he continues to be a very dominant. Um, a person to try to, to coach against um and i i just look at the defensive backs you know you know the same people Devin mccordy and patrick chung and, and they, the secondary is still pretty solid you know and they still have you know dante hightower they still have like all these really gilmore they uh, and they get right well yeah i forgot yeah. i forgot to bring up <laughs> stuff on gilmore yeah duh yeah the best, the best <laughs> the, quarterback the, in the fucking league. the fucking 99 in madden yeah Stephon yeah gilmore. yeah i i you know because i i'm i his name is like i always just think about him with the bills because that's where he started and i just uh. forget that he's on this team but you're right yeah gilmore you know he so the the thing is is that that this team i no one should be ruling out this team at this point Oh, and no. I think I, I think that they're going to be interesting to watch, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's talk. Let's jump over to the NFC South, and I feel like we're going to talk even more Patriots now. <laughs> 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 what? Who do you got? What's 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 team that stands out to you? Uh, shit. Um, I mean, you don't. I mean, if you want to go for the easy one, you can. I, yeah, <laughs> I can talk about the Panthers. <laughs> All right, there you go. I like it. That's not what I was expecting. Like, let's go for it. Who's yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the Panthers because this is this is a team in a really weird situation, mm. and I I mainly want to talk about them just because of how weird they are. Sure. Uh, you have the best running back in football with Chris McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. You have very capable wide receivers with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, uh, kind of Curtis Samuel, although he didn't do much last year, and then. Any upgrade from Kyle Allen is welcome. 
uh, Teddy is going to be solid enough, I think, for this team. So you, you, you have a really decent offense right there. The defense was not good last year, but all of the draft picks were defense. Yeah. And not that that means that they're all going to, um, that they're all going to be starters. Cause that would be weird. Um, first couple rounds, maybe. Yeah. But the, 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 the Panthers are a team that maybe what probably won't be good this year, but give it a year. And with it, with a new head coach, doing a doing a college thing give it a year and they could they could turn it around and be a real a really interesting team to watch yeah matt rule i think is getting, is getting a lot of hype and uh i i'm very curious to see how he adapts um it seems like co- hiring college coaches again is becoming a, a, a norm which is nice because yeah. i think that for a while it's it, it, there was not a lot of that happening and i you know i think why not let's see let's see what they could do and Definitely, uh, I, I think Matt rules. I, I, I think he he's he has some cleaning up to do, but uh, I oh, think the, sure. I think the team's gonna get there. So of course I'm gonna talk about the Bucks. Um, <laughs> but I it's it, it just it, this is just out of just saying that this team is it, it's it's just kind of amazing. Let, we even just put Tom Brady aside. How good this roster really is. Because you have the deep wide receiver core, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and and plenty of others, and you also have yo know, Rob Gronkowski there, which is wild, and you also have OJ Howard and Cameron Brait. Like you have all these different tight ends there. Uh, the offensive line remains the weak point of this team, but even if you look at the defense right now, and Shaquille Barrett obviously had you know the the biggest impact on this team out of nowhere. Um, and you still have some solid linebackers in there, Levante David, uh, still existing. And yes, you're, you, you bet, Jason Pierre-Paul is still on this team, still <laughs> still existing in the league. Um, and the Dynamo Sanu, oh god, Sue, god. Sanu. <laughs> Not Sanu, you, Sue. You messed up the easy part to say. I know. Dynamo <laughs> Sue, yeah, okay, whatever. Regardless, he's still there, and Vita Vea is, uh, I think, entering his second or third season. In the I want to say second, but yeah, he's he has to he's looking to improve as well. So this is this team is gonna be fun, and I think it's gonna it, it deservingly got a lot of primetime action because of who's at quarterback right now. But just look out for the rest of this team. It, that's who stands out to me. Amongst this about amongst this roster more than even the cornerback quarterback, quarterback uh, with Tom Brady there. So let us move forward to this. Let's jump to the South for the AFC. So for the AFC South, hmm. You would, would you like me to start this one? Yeah, let's have you start this. Yes, one. I will. I'll, I'll talk some Titans. I'll okay, talk, I'll talk some Titans because I I. I worry a little bit about this team um, defensively. Their front seven a little bit uh, worries me. Um, but um, what doesn't worry me is this offense. And I it's kind of wild because I would not have expected to say that about this team. I would probably <laughs> say the reverse. But Arthur Smith, I mean, remember that name. The offensive coordinator for, for the Titans has done a pretty good job with this team. And I'm, I'm curious how uh, Ryan Tannehill will do in his second year with this team. Is he actually going to continue to keep 
uh, steadily being good. And and with well, Derrick Henry, how are they going to use Derrick Henry? Are they going to keep on running him into the ground? Or are they going to you know have someone try to take some of the load off him? I know they they did have. I don't know if they drafted a running back. I forget if they did. Yes, they did. Round three, Dar- Darrington Evans uh, from Appalachian State. Uh, so we'll see if maybe they trade. Uh, he trades off with the rookie um, a little bit. Uh, and, of course, A.J. Brown, who had uh, was had a little bit of a run to try to get to uh, a Rookie of the Year award. They ended up getting there, but uh, really had a solid breakout year near the end of uh the tie-in season so i i just look at this offense and i think it's going to be really fun to watch this team and i i think that they are they should be considered a favorite for this comp for this division but i i and it just, just and especially since they they have such a surprise factor to them that they could just you know i think that they could take on anyone and try to take them down but i uh, but we'll see how how their defense holds up uh moving forward uh, I'm going to talk about the the second closest geographical team to me, which is the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Um, so the Colts have a pretty good defense and a great offensive line. And a couple question marks other places. Mm-hmm. But I think that their roster really stands out in terms of what their potential is to be. Rivers had a rough go last year. And part of that was uh, was him being chased down and throwing a lot of interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen much with this offensive line. Yeah. And I think that's going to boost Rivers up, um, up a little bit for this team. And with how good their defense is and the fact that Marlon Mack is a great running back for this team and they drafted probably the best running back, uh, the best rookie running back in uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor... There's a, there's a good chance that this team will uh will could take the crown as well. Yeah, I I, I uh, I'm not the Colts and Titans to me are like the two. I mean I I know that people I know that people will probably be like what about the Texans? I I do think the Texans are a good Bill? team, but Bill yeah Bill <laughs> yeah Bill man is just he's just he just scares me a little bit and I don't I just don't, I don't know where like the energy level is about like. With this, with that defense, I'm a little worried about it uh, right yeah. now. I don't know if JJ Watt's the same person. Secondary is not that great, but we'll see. Can um, you think? Can you think uh, real quick? Can you think of a um, of a more uh, overhyped or over? Um, I don't know what the what the word is. Over uh, overestimated player than JJ Watt right now. Yeah, I mean he constantly people want him to be the back to his dominant but what i think the reason why though because when he had been healthy and he had been you know at his peak he was the best defensive player that anyone has ever seen like, absolutely i'm yeah, not doubting that yeah like it's it but i think i overestimate i think is a good way to put it because i think that with his age and his injurious history he's he's not even the best player with the last name watt right now yeah so tj watt is great yeah, like it's hard to it's he's it's been hard for him to kind of get back to those really dominant levels, dominant years that he's had. But that yeah. happens. That happens to these players all the time. Um, all right, NFC East. I'll start. And I'll go with the Cowboys. Um, and the 
I first of all, I went to the wiki page for the Cowboys just to rem- remind myself, refreshing myself with the roster, and I forgot that Andy Dalton is a backup quarterback for the Cowboys. <laughs> forgot that that was a thing that happened. He's um, got to dye his hair blue to match team color. You know, that's that shouldn't that he, he can't he shouldn't rule that out. But um, <laughs> I so the Cowboys we've we've talked about it already, but I I just think the Cowboys are the most complete team uh, in the AFC East, and I think potentially they have what it takes to go all the way this year and i know that's painful to say but it is the truth the, you look at this defense how every single year like they we always like overlook the defense and think like ah eh, you know they'll be all right and then they end up playing pretty well this defense right now on paper the way it looks is actually pretty freaking good and kind of scary you know yep. especially with who they have uh, on on their line and uh, you know who knows if they might add someone to their secondary, <clears throat> Jamal Adams. Um, but you know, so you never know. But I mean, obviously, the, the 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 hallmark of this team is the the offensive side of things. You know, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. How are they all going to end up working together? And then, of course, you have in the rookie wide receiver at CD Lamb. You add in Michael Gallup. This is, and and then you have the offensive line, which might have might not be as good especially with the fact that now you know that travis frederick their 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 center is no longer going to be there like who knows if the offensive line might have some issues this year but right now this team just looks like it's gonna be dominant and obnoxious and i'm not prepared to deal with that yeah it's it's interesting because there's um you there's great additions obviously but it's not super different from last year yeah. like fun it's not fundamentally different from last year and sure. the cowboys weren't a fun team to watch last year so <laughs> you know I, yeah. I, I i don't know for sure with them is all i'm saying yeah I, but it's just i i think that the the that but i think a big part of that there was some really shitty coaching decisions being made and i think that there were there were some injuries i think that came up too yeah um that hurt the team as well. I, I I just think that with Mike McCarthy, and I know that we everyone kind of ragged on Mike McCarthy when he was with the Packers. He seems like he he he's kind of made it known that he wants to change and he had wanted to change uh, to you know adapting new offensive styles. I just think when he when he was early on with the Packers, that team was a lot of fun to watch offensively. They won a Super Bowl with him. You know, disagree. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> well, but like it's true. They want, you can't disagree with the fact that they won the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> no, I I just say I disagree with the fact that it was fun to watch because I did not have that experience. That's well, that's hands. that's that's valid, <laughs> and we'll get to the NFC North and your Bears in a little bit. But, um, you know, I just I think that you know I I I'm not. I just look at right now what they have. I don't see a super glaring weakness outside of their owner. So it's like I'm you know. <laughs> I I don't that I think that's a good sign for this team overall. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, what's uh? So what about you? What what's what's who stands out to you? Could it be the Cowboys as well? But if, if I want to talk team. about the Eagles. Yes, of course. The well, the only other the, the only good team that we is worth talking about. <laughs> I don't see, and that's hard too because. The the Eagles have a really hard time staying healthy. Yeah, that's it's... which is a huge problem, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's it, it's something that I berate Washington football team for all the time. Yeah, um, that 
I need to start doing the same with Philadelphia because I I don't know if it's specific players or if it's team practice, uh, team decisions, but they they have such a hard time staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Your quarterback, especially your quarterback, who was great and was going to win MVP uh, a couple the the year you won the Super Bowl, had he not gotten injured, and not not that that was his fault, but. He, Car- Wentz is having trouble staying healthy. Your quote unquote number one receiver, probably like I would be surprised honestly if Alshon Jeffrey actually made an impact this year. Um, you have great tight ends, um, and I think you found a running back that you don't have to do a committee with. Mm-hmm. There's just there's so many weird questions for this team that I just I, I I they have the potential. If everything is going like full throttle all the time, this team has the potential to to kick fucking ass. Yeah, it's just constantly like it's 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 you can't even blame it on the coach or the or the GM. Like it's like yeah. it's they're in such a weird funk because I I I I don't know if they've cleared house on medical staff or not, but just something needs to change because they can't and the dra- have and what I can... they had last year. And then they draft Jalen Hurts. That's that's an interesting convo that I'm not. I don't know if I'm prepared to have. Yeah. <laughs> but I because I still have faith in Carson Woods. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 wild. The, the Eagles are definitely a, a team that's going to be worth watching this year. Uh, all right, AFC North. Um, I sit here and I'm going to talk about the Browns again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. I so, I I I you can't. You no one could sit here and say that. Oh, this team's gonna be playoff bound. No, oh, this team's gonna be good this year because the Browns brown. The brown brown. They brown all over the place. It's brown just everywhere, and it's and you never know what could happen in, in a season, uh, especially how as weird of a season that this is. But I look, I again, just this is it's so hard. But you look at this team again, and you're like, there is, there is. You could say that maybe the offensive line isn't strong, isn't as strong. But they did address it in the draft. You know, you maybe look at the, you know, the linebacking core. They got, they lost a few figures. You know, how strong is that going to be this year? But you look everywhere else on this team. I, and I just have, uh, I have a lot of faith that the that this team can be competitive, which it was. Let, let, I mean, let's not you know they, this oh, yeah. team this team wasn't was not great last year, but they were competitive at times. I think the big question is going to be Baker Mayfield. Can he overcome the like he he really cripples under pressure? Can the offensive line not apply as much pressure and if, if, even if they even if they are in a bad bad way and they you know pressure's coming at him can baker mayfield make the throws under pressure has that at all changed for him with that said you have nick chubb odell beckham Jar- jarvis landry you still have all these great offensive weapons you gain austin hooper you got austin hooper you got david njoku who i know he's i know njoku is looking for a trade but you know who knows if he's if that 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 he may end up you know, sticking around. Um, 
I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I look at this team. I, it's hard for me to say like this is gonna be a shit team outside of the fact that it's the Browns. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's the only, that's the only reason why I think it's gonna be shit. You know, you, re- <laughs> it's the you reminded me uh, when you brought up the Browns. Um, I was looking through photos that I had saved from Twitter specifically, um, which like is a separate fo- folder on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a, a picture on the TV of two years ago, and it says Cleveland best start zero zero and one since two thousand four. Mm. <laughs> oh man! And did they did they win their Browns versus Titans? The Titans won that game last year, right? Titans destroyed them in that game. Yes, that was that uh, was that, the, that right. was the moment that we were just like, ah, oh, maybe. Which means thought... the Browns, <laughs> which means the Browns have not won the first game of the year since two thousand four. Mm-hmm. They have tied <laughs> once two years ago. Who um. Shit, I have to pull up the schedule. Who are they facing? Who, if uh, let's say things things go off the way we think that, that we hope that they do, and, and just, who, <laughs> they're facing the Ravens. They're facing the Ravens. Ah, oh, buddy, ah, oh, buddy, <laughs> rounds. Ah, oh, no. Speaking of, what is that? Is that the team you want to talk about, or you want to talk? That's about the only about? team I want to talk about because fuck the Steelers. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, because everyone everyone knows the Ravens are good. Everyone knows the Bengals are. Ugh. Um, so I want to talk about the Steelers, who had an okay. amazing defense last year, um, and es- especially once they got Minka Fitzpatrick, like they they had such a solid defense. Minka Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt, um, really just doing the work and keeping them in games mm-hmm. with awful quarterback play, mm-hmm. terrible between uh, Rudolph and and Duck. Um, and now Big Ben is going to be back. Big Ben is not the caliber quarterback he was, but he's he's a lot better than what they had. Sure. Um, and and I think that with a really good defense, with a an above average quarterback, which I still think Big Ben is, um, like I I would put him at least in the top half of the league. I don't I don't have a list in front of me, but sure. he's still he's he's still a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Combined with um. Like, we don't know a ton of what the offense can do with the absence of Bell and Brown just because of the of the bottom-tier quarterback play mm-hmm. Excuse me, from last year. But, I mean, Juju was great a couple years ago, and I think that with the emergence of Deontay Johnson being another piece in terms of wide receivers for this team, those two combined with a Compton Big Ben, and if James Conner can stay healthy, this offense is going to be hard to stop. Yeah. Combine that with a great defense, and this team could be uh, could be pretty dominant. And I think other than the Ravens, the Steelers have the best chance to win the division. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean it's just you... <laughs> it, it's it, I I I'm just so like I guess I'm so not a huge Steelers guy generally. Oh, and, me neither. And I, <laughs> I I I I do think that they have a good shot this year if 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 you have. The big big Ben stays healthy, but yeah, you had some drop off that on the offensive side, even beyond the quarterbacks. That I just I don't know if it was they weren't trying as hard because they didn't have a quarterback to play with, or like I don't know if they thought they were gonna already lose, or they, there's just something happening on the offensive side where it seemed like everyone gave up, and it's just kind of like I don't know, like it just it just didn't. I, I'm very I'm, I'm very skeptical. Um, about the team as a whole, but their defense and, is kick ass. So, but they still went eight and eight. 
But and, so, they, and they still win eight eight. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of like, I, but I, like the Steelers always do that. They're like, this is the this is a bad year for us. We went nine and seven. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like honestly, <laughs> honest to God. Um. All right. Last but not least, the NFC North. I um. I'll I'll just go easy here. I was like, uh, maybe I could be cute and do the Lions, but I'm like, you know what? Lions like bore me to death. Let's go. Let's just do Packers, <laughs> um. Here and just look, I. Just I, the only thing I want to talk about is that we we have forgotten. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I feel like you 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 have like nice dreams about this, but of uh, the Aaron Rodgers Jordan Love quarterback controversy now um, going on, <laughs> uh, and it's like I I don't know. Like this this team, I we 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 really railed against this team because they were so mediocre for being a thirteen and three team. Like just I have a stat that I'm gonna yeah, say in a, in yeah, a it's it's just it's just generally they are just. I wish that they were you know like more interesting, but generally like you you think about freaking like their wide receiver situation outside Devonte Adams is just very loudly like just not funches not, yeah, yeah yeah okay now you have funches but give me a break <laughs> like and like we we don't know like what the running back situation is going to be like with Aaron. i know Aaron jones has been dominant he's been the best Aaron on the team but like like you had this this back and forth combo with him and jamal williams and and things like that like and now you drafted aj dylan like are they going to try to move aj dylan into like the quarterback by committee role with aaron jones or is aaron jones just gonna take the realm now like i don't know what's happening there and then the defense just is always mediocre i think jr alexander had like a solid year for his rookie year um and then you had like the smith brothers that kind of did did well in their position as well but like i i just i look generally at this team and i'm like i find myself just i i i they they have a good. Sh- they they can win the division, but I don't think they can go thirteen to three again. Not in the current state. So uh, the yeah, I I uh, going off of that, I found a stat earlier that was the Packers in one score games this year were nine and one. Well, uh, re- uh, repeat that one more time because you cut in out one there. one score games. So there was one score between the the winning and losing team. Yeah. The Packers were nine and one. Damn, that level of luck is not going to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. This is a. I think that I think this is a ten win team. Like if they're if they're going to win the division, they're going to go ten and six. I agree with that. I, that that seems that. much much more likely. But having that level of variance is fucking insane. Like that, that there's a reason why they were like absolutely rolled on in the in the NFC Championship game. Like they faced yeah. an injured Seahawks team and then and and barely beat them, mm-hmm. and then and then got completely dismantled in the AFC Championship game. And like everyone wants to just point be like Aaron Rodgers is the issue, for whatever reason. And I'm just like God, fuck off. Like it's this it's, it's everyone around him is just like. Is annoying, and then and then guess what? They, they they draft Jordan Love, and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? It is it is like 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 it is so easy to clown on the Packers right now because they were one game away from the Super Bowl, and it's like, oh, it's time to rebuild. Let's draft a, let's draft backups for our two best players. Maybe Devontae Adams. They did they they should have drafted another one for. They didn't. They didn't draft a single wide receiver. They didn't draft a single wide receiver, which they needed more than fucking anything else. Yeah. It fills my heart with joy. 
that they <laughs> fucked up that badly. One game away from the Super Bowl. Uh, and all right, all right, Bears fan, talk about your Bears because that's why I'm guessing who you would talk about with the NFC North. Yeah, you want to there's talk not else. there's not a ton that I can say about the Bears. I think that last year the our defense wasn't what it was because we didn't have Akeem Hicks for a lot of the year. Yeah. And I think he's more important to the, the defense being successful than Mac is. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac is great, but when def- when offensive lines can pile up on him and obviously hold um, hold him that the refs don't call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, just just watch, just just look, and <laughs> any other player that would call that holding on, I I fucking swear. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I trust you. Yeah. Um, Having Hicks back at, at full strength is going to be great. I still think this defense is going to be great. I love the addition of Robert Quinn mm-hmm. to this. Our secondary, other than Kyle Fuller um, and Eddie Jackson, is a little bit, a uh, little bit up in the air. Mm-hmm. So th- that may be a little bit weaker, even though we have two great players. the The rest of it isn't as good, and I don't think it's physically possible for Chicago to have worse quarterback play than last year. I, I mean, yeah, because if Mitch <laughs> struggles, you're going to get Nick Foles. And I, if I Mitch struggles, we're going to get Nick Foles. I don't, and... I don't think Nick Foles is going to be – I mean, he, he won't be amazing, but he'll be decent. No. Yeah, and he's going to be decent enough. And a decent quarterback with good offensive pieces, like fucking Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. who I think is finally starting to get the respect he deserves. Just – he just needs a quarterback who can <laughs> – Right. Who can, sh- like, show how elite of a wide receiver he is. Absolutely. Um, the it 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 is frustrating, and the 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 whole lack of um, shortened training camp and no preseason is gonna is gonna uh, suffer. I think for the for this quarterback competition, um, and one that probably wouldn't have happened if uh, if I, I situations probably would have been different if the whole. Um, covid thing was known prior mm-hmm. i think um yeah i it's it's not gonna be pretty for the bears i don't think but there's a chance yeah i i mean i'm not really out the defense uh being good and khalil mack I, he had a down year but i i'm not i'm not thinking that he's gonna be not dominant you know oh, this yeah. year i think that he could come back strong and yeah, Keem Hicks and all the all the all those great players that make up that defense, I think are still still gonna make. I think are still it's still gonna make the situation good. Um, Nagy also has to be uh, less of a wimp on play calling. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that, <laughs> that was Nagy. Have kind of went from coach of the year to like borderline people wanting him to get fired, which is like yeah. a little wild, but like. He, this is a do or die year for him potentially. Like, oh, for sure. Like he, they, they kind of need to get there. Well, I think more. I think the person with the hotter seat though is Pace. Like, oh, absolutely. Especially, like, especially with the Foles move and what <laughs> the the Foles thing that happened. Plus, um, plus this draft being eh, it, it was it was decent for us, but it was eh, um, yeah, quite questionable. And then what the Patriots were able to get Cam for. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. uh, it's not looking good for Pace. If if the Bears don't make the playoffs this year, Pace is gone. I yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. That was who stands out, uh, and 
real quick before we go, it's time to assign more stats for the VBBFL. Yeah. Um, we have the Perth Amboy uh, Privateers. We were going to have our good friend Matt back here because he was the one that drafted for this team, uh, but uh, he couldn't make it. Unfortunately, he's stuck at work, so we are going to move forward here uh, and try to assign stats for all of these characters. Uh, and I, I, before I, before we even get into it, I just wanted to point out: please visit at Walsh Animations. That's his, that's his main Twitter. But he uh, did some great fan art uh, with uh, Prince, Cos- Prince, Co- Prince of Cosmos and Big Boss, the two quarterbacks, kind of talking strategy. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it's a brilliant, brilliant uh, drawing. It has, they have, they have the Perth Amboy patches on them. Uh, please uh, go take a look. We re- we made sure to retweet yeah, looks, it from the Virtual Ball Boys. Uh, looks Twitter. amazing. Um, so uh, yes, speaking of those quarterbacks, let's assign stats to the Prince of Cosmos. Okay, um, so the Prince of Cosmos is from Katamari. Mm-hmm. Katamari is the game where you you roll things up mm-hmm. into a ball. He's going to have insane ball handling. Yeah, I I would I would be okay with maxing out the like going hardcore on the. Ball I am totally system. okay with that just because of the of the pun. Go, all right. Of ball handling. All right. So then, so then it would just do we want to ballot now? Do we want to make his offense at least like could be like a negative two or negative one, and then just have his defense be really down? I think that makes sense because yeah. we can do negative two and negative four because cool. the um uh the prince of cosmos is 5 centimeters tall according to Katamari wiki. <laughs> maybe maybe we want to do like negative 1 negative 5 or <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's 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 have things let's have let's have some shit go down. All right. Yeah. All right, who now big boss I I've not played the Mega, Metal Gear Solid game. Um okay, the most that I know about Metal Gear and and characters like Big Boss um is they're all kind of clones of each other. Okay. So, like, Big Boss and Snake, and Solid Snake and Naked Snake, I guess, are all kind of the same, the same person. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to say that, but, uh, so it looks Having, like... Here, here, here's a paragraph. Having his genetic code used as part of government project Les Enfants Terribles, uh... Um, Big Boss was the genetic father of Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and Solidus Snake. Huh. So, uh, Snake is a clone of Big Boss. Okay, and so if you look at that picture of Big Boss, he has an eye patch, very militaristic Mm -hmm. um, in his look, um, and uh, muscly. Um, So I would say, like, if I had to look at Big Boss, I would say that his... I, I would give him a balance of like strong, uh, like a strong offense, uh, but also like not like a terrible defense either. Um, okay. I feel like that's kind of what I see here. But like, I don't know. Like, if as a quarterback, if you want to give, if you prefer to give him maybe a, maybe a stronger ball handling than defense, like we could do that as well. Like it's it's. Uh, what do you think? If we did like, uh... hmm. Maybe just to balance out the quarterbacks a little bit, especially since uh, Prince of Cosmos is, is so high six on, yeah. the, on the ball handling. So we could scale. do we could do three offense minus one ball handling minus two defense. Cool. Cool. Perfect. All right, running back uh, Kirby, who also was the first overall pick. Yeah, number one overall pick, and yeah, he's he's like uh, he's our star of our league. 
Uh, not, yep. not, no, no, that's a, he's a, you he's get a it cause he, cause he, warp he star. rides in stars. He's a warp star <laughs> of early. Um, so yeah, Kirby is fast. He sucks things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, he has the ability to copy abilities. Um, although we did have, we, we, I remember I talked about this, like, I don't know if he would necessarily do, I don't know if the copy abilities would come into play in a football game like this. Um, but he, at the very least, um, can uh is is a strong runner who i think can can carry a football a long distance away uh ball handling and offense i think would be a strong his stronger stats here i think so as well um i, I think ball handling I, I just imagine like him having the ball in his mouth yes so i think ball handling itself would be a a larger stat sure what are you thinking three or four or let let's let's do i i think what we could do let's do three for ball handling uh let's give him a positive one for offense i was thinking the same thing and then neg- just do negative four for defense. negative four on defense yeah all right uh i can take this one next yeah. up is sly sly cooper uh one of one of my favorite dead series of games <laughs> um sly is a thief uh, he is nimble. He is agile. So I think his I, I think his offense is going to be relatively high. And I mean, he's a thief. He's used to like stealing things, holding on to things. So ball handling would be would be pretty decent as well. Mm-hmm. In the in the first game, uh, if he, he, it was a case where if he got hit once, you would die. They changed a health meter in later games, but the first game was uh, unless you had like a, uh, a a charm, you would you would die in one hit. So that's going to be a low defense, I think. Okay. Let's do two offense, maybe one ball handling, minus three defense. I, I'm all for it. It sounds okay. good. We need a little more balance in these characters. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, so so then well, let's talk Octodad, uh, another wide receiver uh, <laughs> who, as you the name implies, is an octopus who's also a dad. I've actually never played this game, but I really want to try it at some point. I feel like it's right up my alley of like weird games. It is so weird. It's also it, it's a game that's notoriously impossible to control. <laughs> well, that's but is it like is it like physics based? Because those are that's is it like those those kind are of. like those are kind of like those it's almost like you're controlling control it's almost like you're controlling a rag doll. Okay, yeah, that's pretty. That is like a physics based type game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely want to try it at some point. But yeah, Octodad, the, the deadliest catch, or the main protagonist here. I, I mean, I'm just thinking like, I we could give him a a strong ball handling stat. Um, I, but I do think that we could also give him a positive defensive stat. Uh, okay. Because I think that the, the all those arms can stop can stop people. That's, yeah, you got you got a lot of arms that can stop the stop the 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 people uh, from charging it to get the golf to get the touchdown. So, okay, I think that works out. So, do you want to do a one in defense or a zero in defense? Let's 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 do a one in defense. We could do a two in ball handling and maybe like a negative three on offense. This is not an offensive team. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a defensive team either. <laughs> That's what no, it's think. it's very good at handling balls. It's very good ball in in the ball handling category. Yeah. Um. All right, Zelda. Uh, 
this is where I think the strong, uh, maybe a strong defense. Uh, mm-hmm. This this team might be on the stronger defensive side, despite the fact that we really railed on the defense early on, um, because I think that Zelda could have a very strong defensive stat here. I think so too. Um, the her best move in Smash is like summoning this crystal, mm-hmm. um, that can protect her and and use uses shields. Yeah. So you want to do like a like a four for defense? Yeah, let's do a four. All right. Uh, and then and just minus two, minus two. Yeah, balance it out that way. Cool. All right. Next up, Undyne. Uh, we're on offensive line now. Uh, we had Zelda. We have now Undyne yes. from Undertale. So well, Undyne, I I picture Undyne as uh, being very protective which is why the offensive line it kind of fits uh, yep. very protective of of the of her citizens the people around her the friends especially um she is known for battling with a spear uh mainly uh but she can just also kick your ass in any other way um totally. so i think that defense is another strong one here uh but i wouldn't give her as bad of an offensive stat uh, on this one either no I was, I, I was even maybe thinking like positive offense and defense go for it let's do it uh so do you want to do two and two 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 minus four minus four yeah all right and we have canceled out the negative or the the positive six from prince of cosmos it's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right matt the fucking me <laughs> listen if you have not gotten to the like final boss territory from Wii Sports Boxing. This this guy is insane. <laughs> yeah, so, th- so this is for anyone who had, did not see the draft and not hear us talking about this. This is not Matt his me. This is not our, no. our, our Walsh's me. This is... Walsh this named is, Matt This is in me form. <laughs> yeah, this is a Matt that was a computer character in the Wii Sports franchise, and I'm sure in other like Wii series video games uh, yeah. that had Miis. Uh, Matt is, was one of the toughest Mii characters to face, uh, and <laughs> is uh, I like I I'm all out on this. I feel like you you're the one. If you if you know Matt, then I'll let you I'll let you kind of carry Matt through. Well, the thing is, is like Matt is supposed to be like good at everything. So balance. We can make it. We can make it balanced. Do you want to do zero zero zero? <laughs> like that feels weird. Damn. I mean. Yeah, f- why not? I mean, I don't. I don't mind. I <laughs> let's do it. I, I okay. I, I, mean, if, I mean, unless you feel like you want to, if you want to make it, if you want to make a call somewhere, like what? What did we do for Mario? Wasn't Mario the one that was like that we wanted? Mario, to we did have... a plus. We did a plus one and minus one for. I mean, it's up to you. I. I, I yeah. I. I, th- I think we should do, um, a plus one somewhere. Okay. Uh, you want to do plus one offense? Sure. And then we'll do like a minus one. Minus one defense. Yeah, sure. Okay. I think that works out. Like I just think I just think that Matt would be good at everything. That negativing, negativing him in too many, like too much, would mm. be a disservice. Sure, I get it. <laughs> All right, pyramid head on the defense. Who is Pyramid Head again? Everybody. Pyramid Head is from Silent Hill. Yes, Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent, yeah, Silent Hill. I have never seen 
this before. So it's this weird monster thing that, like, appears in the fog. Ah, he is a manifestation of James Sutherland's guilt and desire for punishment, existing to keep him human and help him remember his past actions. Huh. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck indeed. Fuck to the infinity. Alright, so... I look at this and I think that they will fuck your shit up. <laughs> yep. In, in the defensive stat, maybe. Yeah. Strong, like, let's give him a strong defensive stat. Four or five, I think. Let's do four. And then I might even say, like, just because it's got it's got a huge knife. It's got a big fucking knife. It might be a little offensive as well, and we can just tank the ball handling or something. All right. Sounds we'll good. We do four, one, and minus five. Okay. I thought this was going to be the ball handling team, but we got a lot of negatives now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it has it has its way of balancing it out. Mm. All right, Bowser. Bowser. Right. Mario's nemesis. Yeah, the the uh, the most fuckable Mario series character. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I say that only because of all the people that we know that want I know, Bowser hard. I know. Um, but that's gonna that's gonna be the, the episode promo there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so but Bowser, I think he he has a, a range of abilities. We have the fight. He has the fire breathing, uh, you know, breathing fireballs at at about at, at Mario. Um, also, he's a he's a Koopa, so he he uses his shell a lot to attack in many different ways. Um, but Bowser, I think, has also ranged a lot. Like, I feel like Bowser has a lot of different ways that he's been able to attack in the past. So I don't you know. Got fireballs. Fireballs, like I said, yeah, I said I said fireballs. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it just generally, there's a lot of different ways that Bowser can attack. But um, overall, I think like his he's notoriously known for being the wall to getting to peach yeah so that's to me as a defensive stat i think this is where he where we can really lead into the defense here as well again yeah i think so too so like four or five here maybe um want to do less than that <laughs> like it's a... I, uh, what if we did like four defense one ball handling minus five offense uh that feels too much for offense um how about we do we can maybe do like four negative four zero maybe okay i'm fine with that you know that that this is negative four offense four on, on defense zero ball handling. zero ball handling i think yeah. that works all right cooking mama. cooking mama uh also on defense yeah um <laughs> mom that mama that cooks cooks a lot of good delicious meals um, uh be careful when you search cooking mama because there's a game from PETA as the first thing Oh. So, fuck that. So, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know specific abilities of Cookie Mama, but I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. Um, I, like, like, the Cookie Mama kind of stands in the way of, like, level progression, I guess, <laughs> where you... <laughs> I don't know. I I I, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know the games well enough. I have. I've. Well, I've I think played you, I the think first you play one, as the Cooking Mama. Oh, I thought you were getting taught by the Mama. 
I don't know. I don't know enough about cooking. <laughs> I, neither of us do. Um, oh no! Right. Yeah, she she does teach you. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've. But I think that I I think that like being like cooking requires a lot of dexterity. Requires being uh, good with your hands. Know yes. what knowing what you're doing. Yes. So I would I would give a, a higher ball handling stat. Okay. Uh, do you want to do you want to do four? Sure. Why not? Let's, let's... And mi- minus two the other ones. Sure. Let's do All it. All right. And last but not least, We Fit Trainer. We Fit Trainer as the kicker. Uh, they are the ones who who train you <laughs> in the game We Fit, uh, doing either yoga or muscle exercises yes. in that game. So I would say uh, ball handling, I think, will be on the, on the strong side uh, because yep. of as a kicker. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the Wii Fit train. I don't know if has Wii Fit ever gone into like, like a kickboxing or kind of anything like that would like teach the player, um, like ways to defend themselves. Cause that's why I would think like a defensive I, stat could be on the stronger side of than an offensive I don't stat. believe so. Okay. Um, I was thinking, I was thinking of, um, because like they, they teach yoga which is about balance. Okay. So we could do two into ball handling, then negative one in the other two. Oh, okay. perfect. That's a, that's a, Which that's have we about. done that much with other kickers? Um, we have not. We've actually been really high on ball handling with them. But yeah. I, think, I, think, I, I think having a more, um, more balanced, we fit trainer makes sense just because it's that, like yoga is about balance. Yeah. And I, and, and I think the big thing too is like, I, I, we, again, we're, we, we will come back to this if, you know, to maybe, be, we'll, we'll tweak any stats that we see to maybe make things a little bit more equal across the board. But, um, you know, I, I think that, I, I, I think, yeah, we could have a little bit more of a subtle kicker here. And it maybe gives us, when we do these, do these games, uh, the ability to maybe, like, okay, maybe we could have the Wii Fit Trainer kick a extra point here, but we could also, you know, do a uh, like. Oh, you know what? Let me let me bring Prince of Cosmos out. Well, let's see how he does kicking, and that way they, you could use the the six for the ball handling. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like I, again, the way that we the way I'm thinking about this is an environment. I think of it as like a pee wee football type team, where uh, generally speaking, the players are going to play on in all positions for the most part, even though we have segmented them into specific positions. And that's how we'll do like the fake play by play and all that. Um, you know, we, we do, we do think that the, that every single player is going to have a role in like the defense or may have a role in kicking along with those who have been labeled a defensive player and those who have been labeled a kicker. Yeah. You know, so that's, it's a way to kind of, Uh, keep that going so what's what's your read out those total stats so in terms of total stats our offense is minus three our defense is minus three and our ball handling is six. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which mansfield still has a seven in defense but this team is going to be really good at ball handling and i i think that matt will be very excited to know that his team is good at ball handling so can, can just just i want to point out thus far we've done three of these 
we have one team that has a positive stat in offense and negative everywhere else. We have one team that has a positive in defense and negatives everywhere else. And then now we have a team that is positive in ball handling and negatives everywhere else. Yes. Um, maybe East Chicago is like the most like balanced, well, re- team, well-rounded, well-rounded they're team. Only, they're plus two on offense, minus one on the other two. So we did, we did fix the stats. My suspicion was correct, by the way. Yes, ball handling. Um, and, yeah, and negative three for ball handling was the other thing that I think that we changed for the Man- yeah. Mansfield Man- Mansfield now has uh, seven in defense and minus four in offense, minus three in ball handling. Yeah. So yeah. The, so the yeah. So the strong the strong thing about Perth Amboy is that they they will be able to handle balls very well. Like very. They, they, I'm, very I'm texting that to Walsh right now. Your team <laughs> is great at ball handling. at handling balls. <laughs> yeah, we are so mature. Yeah. So we will. Yeah. We we will see how it plays out. And again, like we can we can tweak this. And I'm not I'm not rolling out anything for this. Like we can we we absolutely can go about you know adjusting things as we move closer to actually yes and and yeah. so you know we're we'll see how we assign all the rest of these stats next week we're going to do the phoenix city phoenixes uh and that will wrap up the eastern conference Hell um, yeah. and uh we will then uh we'll have the west co- conference after that uh and uh yes that's that's basically it stay tuned next week we're gonna have more news to talk about as the training camp gets closer. We'll uh, probably have another NFL-centric uh, segment to uh, kind of discuss. Hopefully that won't run as long as this week's segment was. Um, and then, of course, like I said, Phoenix City Phoenixes will be our VVVFL topic of choice. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, if you are a fan of, T- of, of us, make sure to follow us at Virtual Ball Boys. If you uh, want to follow other projects that we have going on, we have Table Party, which is our tabletop uh, uh, roleplay podcast. We have Doc of Shame, which is our total drama rec- retrospective. Uh, we have uh, we have the Gaming Coop, which is going to be coming in the next few weeks. Um, we have uh, we, we and we might have videos coming soon as well on our YouTube channel. Uh, so if you want to follow any of us on that front, please follow at Team Chaos Pods, and I believe. We have a list that links to all of our uh, potential podcasts. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah. And, 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 yeah, we have other things in the works as well, so always just stay tuned. Um, I don't think I forgot anything, right? Nope. You got them all. Cool. All right. With that being said, see you next week. Good night, good ball, and good fortune. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. <laughs>